Hi, welcome to today's program. This is Kennedy with Living on God's Word. Today we're going to be reading Numbers chapter 13 from the Jesus Bible, NIV edition. We'll review key takeaways and end our session with a prayer. Exploring Canaan. The Lord said to Moses, Send some men to explore the land of Canaan, which I'm giving to the Israelites from each ancestral tribe. Send one of its leader. So at the Lord's command, Moses sent them out from the desert of Paran. All of them were leaders of the Israelites. These are their names. From the tribe of Reuben, Shamua, son of Zakur. From the tribe of Simeon, Shaphat, son of Hori. From the tribe of Judah, Caleb, son of Jephunneh. From the tribe of Issachar, Egal, son of Joseph. From the tribe of Ephraim, Hoshea, son of Nun. From the tribe of Benjamin, Palti, son of Rabpuv, from the tribe of Zebulun, Gadil, son of Sodai, from the tribe of Manasseh, a tribe of Joseph, Gadai, son of Susi, from the tribe of Dan, Amil, son of Gamali, from the tribe of Asher, Sethu, son of Michael, from the tribe of Naphtali, Nabi, son of Bofshi, from the tribe of Gad, Guel, son of Maki. These are the names of the men Moses sent to explore the land. Moses gave Hoshea, son of Nun, the name Joshua. When Moses sent them to explore Canaan, he said, Go up through the Negev and into the hill country. See what land is like and whether the people who live there are strong or weak, few or many. What kind of land do they live in? Is it good or bad? What kind of towns do they live in? Are they unwalled or fortified? How is the soil? Is it fertile or poor? Are there trees in it or not? Do your best to bring back some of the fruit of the land. It was the season for the first ripe grapes. So they went up and explored the land from the desert of Zin, as far as Rehob, towards Lebo Hamath. They went up through the Negev and came to Hebron, where Ahiman, Sheshai, and Talmai, the descendants of Anak, lived. Hebron had built seven years before Soan in Egypt. When they reached the valley of Eshkol, they cut off a branch bearing a single cluster of grapes. Two of them carried it on a pole between them, along with some pomegranates and figs. That place was called the Valley of Eshkol because of the cluster of grapes the Israelites cut off there. At the end of 40 days, they returned from exploring the land. Report on the exploration. They came back to Moses and Aaron and the whole Israelite community at Kadesh in the desert of Paran. There they reported to them in the whole assembly and showed them the fruit of the land. They gave Moses this account. We went into the land to which you sent us, and it, it does flow with milk and honey. Here is the fruit. But the people who live there are powerful, and the cities are fortified and very large. We even saw descendants of Anak there. The Amalekites live in Negev, the Hittites, Jebusites, and Amorites live in the hill in the country, and the Canaanites live near the sea and along the Jordan. Then Caleb silenced the people before Moses and said, We should go up and take possession of the land, for we can certainly do it. But the men who had gone up with him said, We can't attack those people. They are stronger than we are. And they spread among the Israelites a bad report about the land they had explored. They said, The land we explored devours those living in it. All the people we saw there are of great size. We saw the Nephilim there, the descendants of Anak, and from Nephilim. We seemed like grasshoppers in our own eyes, and we looked the same to them. This is the end of Numbers chapter 13. So here 
we study a lesson about confidence in God. The Israelites were instructed to take a land, but instead they were cowered by what they saw, by the large size of the people in the fortifications. Only Caleb and Joshua were the exception. They realized, and they came back saying, this land is filled with milk and honey, and it's ours for the taking. And that's what we've been instructed by God. And in Jesus' time, it was the same. No one really saw Jesus as the king of the universe. Um, and a lot of them were afraid of the Romans and and the people in, in those times. But yet, he rose up in spite of being crucified. And in, in spite of having everyone at the end turn against him, um, he rose up, conquered death, and forever and ever became the king of the universe. So we're called to not cower with fear and to trust in God, to trust in Jesus. So let us pray. Father God, thank you so much for today's reading. Thank you for the message in it. Lord, we understand that when you give us direction, when you put us in a task, we should not be afraid. We should not let our fears conquer us. We shouldn't defeat ourselves. We should move forward with strength, with courage, with hope and faith and belief that your word will come true, your promise will come true, because you protect us and you've always delivered us. So Lord, we pray this in the name of your Son, Jesus. Amen. This concludes today's reading and interpretation of Numbers chapter 13. We hope that you will join us again tomorrow. God bless you. This is Kennedy, your brother in Christ, always.